The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let some things be retrograde. Yes, let some retrograde. Yes, let some retrograde. Yes, some retrograde. Welcome back to That's So Retrograde. And if it's your first time joining us, welcome in general. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, my name is Stephanie Simbari. I said, hello, my name is Stephanie Simbari. I was trying to think of if your first time joining us, something witty to come out of my mouth. Nothing was there. So I just like took a beat and introduced myself. I think it's awesome that you're discovering the show. (laughs) If that's the case, that's sick. Nothing funny there. Yeah. Welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now you're on the path to your best life. So welcome and you're welcome. Now that I read one bad iTunes review where someone said that I make myself laugh too much, I'm just like really in my head that I'm not funny. So um, (laughs) can somebody give me validation? Anybody? Hello? I think you're funny. Thank you. (laughs) I'm feeling extra sensey this week. I don't know if it's this full moon or if it's my impending birthday or it's the doomed democracy, but I feel like I'm on the edge. Me too. Quick to anger. I'm quick to tears. So I'm just not talking. (laughs) That's that's my new mode. I'm just gonna not say stuff. (laughs) Just let it save it it for the morning pages. Oh my God. All I do is cry. What's up? Hey world. Hey world. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Okay. So this is our Halloween episode, which we, we like to keep it thematic. We like to keep it cute. We have Conchetta Bertoldi joining us today. She is a medium. She's a medium. She is a best-selling author. And we're going to talk to some ghosts with her in a bit. But first, our guest today, the ghosts of our grandmas. <laughs> yes, they'll also be joining us. I think we should talk about just you mentioned the reviews, and Stephanie and I have been taking this retrograde to review some things ourselves. Nice. So I like what you did few, there. Thank you. So we have a few exciting changes in the works for Indeed, this sweet show of ours. Indeed. So here's the thing we have ads. We are. Very grateful for these ads. These brands that want to work with us that we love and we vet them and we take a lot of time and care in regards to the brands that we want to work with to help support this show. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of thought on our end. But also, I want to say we don't decide ourselves where those ads come in. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie and I put our heads together and talk to our awesome producers. And what we want to start doing is offering love to the brands that are keeping the show going and keep making it happen that week in a segment of the show. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? I feel like it's great. I feel, you know, yesterday I went on Instagram and I talked about this as well. And so many of you guys came back with really supportive and amazing feedback and and it's really great to hear that a lot of the brands that we've talked about have been like important and cool discoveries to you. So I think, you know, sit through the two minutes of of what we're talking about and celebrating because we're trying to bring you stuff that's going to elevate your life experience 
in a way that is in line with everything that we've talked about on That's a Retrograde for the past almost 300 episodes. So I think it's great. And I'm excited to see where it takes us. So without further ado, we are going to welcome Conchetta to the show. It's a wild convo, guys. It's a October surprise of who comes through in the reading. Thanks to everyone who joined us for the convo. <laughs> if you're still here, Grandma, I love you. <laughs> One of your book titles is Do Dead People Watch You in the Shower? And other questions all about dying to ask a medium. So answer our question. Do dead people watch us in the shower? They absolutely do, girls. But don't get nervous because let me tell you what that really means. And how that happened is when I went public with this ability, I was very fortunate. And I met a lot of celebrities. They were so kind to me. We filmed a lot of the uh, Sopranos in this area. So I got to meet like most of the cast and became very friendly with some of them. And Alec Baldwin, he wasn't on The Sopranos, but he was one of the celebrities. And he said to me, Conchetta, you should really, I was in LA, I was with somebody who was a producer of his. And he said to me, Conchetta, you should really write a book and get your personality on paper. And I thought, first of all, I can, I can write maybe a paragraph and then I'm done. So I said, oh, I don't know how to do that. And he said, you should think about it. It's a long story, but to make it short, he or people that are around him helped me to get a book deal. Wow. And it was nothing short of a miracle, but I really believe the dead were helping me. And the reason we named the book, Do Dead People Watch You Shower, is because I started to take, it had never been done before, question and answer, question and Q, you know, Q&A. And I took all from my shows and events, I would pick paper on the chairs and say, what would you want to know if you got a chance to ask a question? And the top five were, do they see us have sex? Do they see us in the bathroom? Do they see us blah, 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 blah. I mean, people are obsessed with worrying about this stuff. Well, I remember when my grandfather died when I was like 12 years old, 13 years old, I was already like so sexual and like masturbating and just being crazy. And that was like my, I remember being in seventh grade and being like, oh my God, Poppy's going to watch me like with the back massager. And like that haunted me for like a while. <laughs> I know, but it didn't haunt you enough to stop you, right? No, I never stopped. <laughs> and then eventually I just stopped caring. I don't know. Blessings to Brookstone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. But you're the no image. You know, you're no different than anybody else. You're just much younger. And in years ago, in my time, they used to say you're going to go blind. So right. you know, it was always something. But here's the thing. They, they, we took the top five most frequently asked question. And I, that was why the title of the book became that. And it became a New York Times bestseller. It's in 14 languages. I'm, I'm blown away by it. But it was easy to do, too, because what I did was instead of writing the book, I recorded it. I would say the question, give the answer. Say the question, give the answer. And then I had somebody just take the tapes and transcribe them. So that's why right. it's, like, it's like, and I've done that with all of these books because it's like listening to me talk because that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm talking. Mm -hmm. But getting, yeah. Yeah, but Elizabeth, getting back to your question, yes, they see us, and most people don't mind if God watches us. They just don't want their grandmother to watch. But you you know, they remember being in the flesh, and they remember the joys of the flesh. They also know the heartache of the flesh. This is a Tupperware container we live in, and it's not easy. It's It certainly isn't easy here on Camp Earth. That's home. That's where we really live. Where they are is where we really live. But they remember it and they 
sometimes that's why I was when that spirit came to me and, and I told you that because they remember it, but they're not in the physical body, but they can put energy in motion. I mean, they can do a lot with their energy and put it in motion. So they aren't judging us. They're not looking at us and saying, geez, you ought to work on that cellular a little bit there, girl. They're not worried about that stuff. They know beyond what we know about being in this condition. So it's not the same. They don't see it the same. You know, Elizabeth and I have had the privilege of talking to so many people who um, have, you know, mediumship or clairvoyancy or different types of like healing powers where they contact different entities to come into our field or they can see what's in our field. How do people know? you know, who and what is around them and like, how can they work with those things? Because, you know, we hear the term like, listen to your angels and your guides. And it's like, how do we know the difference between our angels and our guides and our neurotic brain? You know, it's uh, (laughs) a imagination. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Stephanie, to be honest with you, I think every single one of us, every human born for sure is born with this ability. Mm -hmm. You just call, you just call it a coincidence. Now, coincidence is more than God's way of remaining anonymous. But the truth is, we all are born hearing the other side. And what happens to us, because try to imagine you're born, you're like the size of a loaf of bread, right? And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter whoever you're born to, you want to be accepted by the people you're born to. It's just a natural order of things. So when the people you're born to are not listening to dead people, eventually the baby is going to say, listen, I can't talk to you anymore because my mother doesn't see you and my father doesn't approve of this. So I got to turn my back on you now. But the truth is, if you look at any newborn baby, and especially today, because the conversation is much more acceptable than it would have been 50 years ago, you will see a new baby looking right past you and laughing at something beyond what you're in front of them. Or even laughing or showing communication to something you cannot see. Because when we are born here, we remember where we came from and we Mm. see those we left behind. Wow. But we are also wanting to adhere to the physical world and we want to be accepted to the physical world. Mm -hmm. And then eventually we get turned on to the material, the materialism in the physical world. So Mm -hmm. all of that causes us to lose connection. But the truth is you've never really lost connection because there are times you will say, and I'm sure you have, geez, I don't, it was, what a coincidence that was. My favorite one is when somebody says, I don't know why, but for some reason, something told me I should really go in there. Well, it wasn't something, it was someone. Mm -hmm. And if you start to identify when that's happening to you, you'll build up your confidence that it is happening to you. Stephanie and I always say we're addicted to synchronicities because we do use them so often and they are always just what they feel like for us, especially in in building our business and doing the show for as long as we have. It's always, there always is this serendipitous energy that kind of follows and is almost kind of like driving it. Yes, absolutely, darling. And and I want to, you know, I just want to add to that, Elizabeth. You wished for it. You know, when, I'm sure that when you and Stephanie started this, you had a plan, you had a thought, and you wished for this. And you said, wouldn't it be nice if this happened and we got that person on and, and this happened after that and so forth and so on. So you put in motion thought, energy, thought, 
And then you put your wish added to it. And I'm sure somewhere along the way, you said something like, oh my God, I would love that. You brought God into it. So that's really the recipe. You have to have all these things. And once you realize the power you have by knowing the recipe, you'll be amazed at what you can get. I'm living proof of that. I am a girl who is severely learning disabled. I have terrible dyslexia and it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. And yet I said, my mom, I went public, my brother died. He said to me, please, my family knew about my ability all my life. When my brother died, he said, if you agree to help us, we'll help you. I worked in the mainstream. I was a receptionist. I couldn't do anything else because I can't add and subtract because it always comes out wrong. And reading is very difficult for me. So I could say, hello, who do you want to talk to? <laughs> that was it. My husband says, I used to take calls from the second floor. Now I take calls from the top floor. <laughs> but the truth is, yeah, but the truth is my brother said to me when he died, he came to me and said, we need your help. Can you deliver these messages? If you help us, we'll take you from there. It took me a little while, but I finally, because I was afraid. I mean, you know, my girlfriend sees me when I went public because I used to have a stamp machine in my office. So I used to say to me, well, if I quit my job, I won't have a stamp. They have a stamp machine. Everything I post, I don't have to pay for the postage. Yeah, this is what I really worried about. But anyway, um, I finally agreed to help them. And it was like overnight, my life changed. But I asked for it because I said, okay, I'm going to make a commitment to this. I want this to happen. And then finally, I said, I want to write. When, the, when they said, you should write a book, I said, I do want to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. And then one day I was in Germany. My book had just come out. My first book had just come out. And I was in a bookstore in Germany. And I remember standing there looking at the books, they all in German. And I remember thinking, wow, wouldn't it be wonderful if I could see my book here in German, in Germany, and in languages around the world? While I was in Germany, my literary agent called me up and said, foreign rights to your book has just been sold to Germany. Wow. But I put it in go. motion. And I yeah. just put everything in motion. You can, and I didn't corner the market on this. We all have this. Yeah. You start with the dream, right? I believe you and I hear you. I think one of the things a lot of people are bumping up against right now is there's that essence of magic, which is still there, might feel a little more challenging to connect with, you know, as we talked about the state of the world. What's your recommendation for people to tap back in? Tap back into their own ability? Yeah. Yeah, very easy. Don't be afraid. Ask for it. Always ask for protection from God. Because remember, just like there's good, there's evil. So I always say to folks, don't play with the Ouija board. It's a window. You don't know what you're inviting in. Would you go to bed at night with an open window in your bedroom? Absolutely not. Well, that's what it's like playing with the, one of those things. Okay. But if you're going to ask for help with disability and ask for more, first and foremost, you say in the name of God, I am not afraid, but I want protection from God. So anything that is shown to me or told to me, I want it to come through the light of God. And then you're, you're protected. You're safe because in the negative world, knows you've already made your choice. You've already decided who you belong to. So that's the first order of business. And then the second is, don't doubt yourself. Have faith. Believe. And the best way to do it 
is start with small things. And I tell this to everybody. Okay, so say you go to the mall and there's not a parking space to be had and you're sitting there and you're like, I I don't want to walk from all the way back there. You stop your car, pick somebody that you loved and lost. If you don't have anybody you loved and lost, ask the hierarchy angels. I don't want to walk from way back there. Please get me a parking space up front. In the name of God, hear my prayer. Boom, sit there and wait. Watch what happens. Just watch. Watch how easy a parking spot just opens up. Do it with anything. I mean, you can't find a piece of paper. You put a blouse away last summer. You can't find what my favorite thing. This just happens to me almost every week now. I can't remember something. And I, and I get panicky. I'm like, oh, shit. What, what was the name of that person? What was their last name? And I can't remember. And I, I'm hard on myself if I can't remember something. So I always, it's the same. I call my brother. His name was Harold. I call a friend of mine. His name was Roy. He passed away, a very dear friend. And I, in my new new book, I told the story about him at the last chapter. But anyway, I say to them all the time, guys, can you please tell me what was her last name? In the name of God, hear my prayer. And it's like amazing. It's like, boom, right there. And then remember this. If out of 10 times, seven times they answer you, and three times they don't answer your request, have faith that God has a better plan and let it go. But seven times are not bad odds out of 10. You'll be amazed at what they can do. Just try it out. And you'll start to build your confidence that it is happening, that you are indeed getting a response. And that's where you start. Because if you start looking for Whoopi Goldberg stuff out of the movie Ghost, it ain't going to happen. I love and, that movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you just got to be, start small. Guys, it is that time in the show where we're going to give love to two brands that helped make our episode possible today. Yay! So today we are talking about Quip. Let me you say something. Em. We love them. About this. Quip has come through with a new product and it's called Dental Floss. Have you heard of it? Are you a flosser? Be honest. I am a flosser. Look me in the eyes and I tell me that flosser. you're a flosser. Stephanie Simbari, I am a flosser. Now that that's out of the way, we can move forward with this relationship. <laughs> because <laughs> I know many a people who neglect flossing. And I have to say, if you're not flossing, why are you even brushing? I know. it's You got to do both. You have you to do both. do both. People Take who that don't extra step. floss, you're, you're, you're digging yourself into an irreversible hole of gum damage and bad breath. And I just, I can't deal with it. Here's the thing about floss. I feel like it comes in many different forms. Yes. There's like those floss picks that we see. Why are they littered on the street? Is that just like a ghost telling us hello? No, it's because people People are are like flossing on the go. Yeah. There's like toothpicks at restaurants. I mean, there's like a whole world of floss and I feel like no one's getting it right. No. Quip is. Yeah. Agree. So Quip has designed this floss much like they've designed their electric toothbrush. It's a refillable floss container and it really takes you where you got to go. Do you know one single refillable Quip pod replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers? So it's not only good for your teeth and your relationships, but it's good for the environment. And they have designed it in the exact way that they've designed their toothbrush. So they're just these like really cute little like… Chic and cute. Yeah. And functional. Exactly. Sure, sure. And if you're not a pick person, Quip also has this refillable floss string that expands to clean. 
Ooh. So you can pair yeah. your floss with your perfect electric toothbrush and you'll be on your way. You'll you'll still have those time-sensitive sonic vibrations with the toothbrush. And as you guys know, the Quip Smart Electric Toothbrush now connects to the free Quip app and you can earn all these amazing rewards like free products and discounts for brushing your teeth well as they track and coach better oral health habits for just two minutes, twice a day. We're already doing it. Why not like gamify it and like win prizes? Something that is kind of my obsession about this is that they have a mark on the floss string to tell you how much to use because that's legitimately my biggest question when it comes to floss. Do I pull my arm's length? Do I pull just a little bit? They have a perfect little green marker that says this is the amount of floss to use for one round. So it couldn't get any easier. You've got no excuse, folks. So guys, bring delight to your everyday brushing and join the over 5 million mouths, including Steph and myself, with Brushing with Quip starting at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash retrograde right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash retrograde, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash retrograde. Quip, better oral health made simple. Ooh, you said Sorry, oral said so oral. sexually. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Wow, there's like a mouth theme happening today and I am here for it. Me too. We're talking about- You can't come out of 2020 with gross oral health just because you haven't seen anyone in 12 months. No excuses, guys. We're talking about candid clear aligners, which are comfortable, removable, and practically invisible, unlike wire braces. So you can transform your smile without anyone noticing. Now, Steph, you had braces, Yes, I did. Okay. Unfortunately. And I had braces as an older kid, like I was 16. And then I got invited to the prom by an older boy and I didn't want to have no big deal. (laughs) And I didn't want to have braces in the picture. So I cried to my orthodontist and he took off my top braces like six months early. (laughs) And how'd that work out in the long run? Well, now I have kind of a wonky front tooth that like sticks out a little more than the other ones. So I'm super stoked that we're going to be getting these candid trays in the mail ASAP. We talked with their founder and it's just such an amazing service. Well, they work with orthodontists, not general dentists like other companies. And you have your supervising orthodontist with you every single step of the way. Yeah. So that's what I love. It's like we're, we're at home. We're not going to the orthodontist, but we have one digitally. Yeah. So, so 2020. And it's important to note that once you get your orthodontist, your remote monitoring through the process, you meet with the same orthodontist who created your plan. So you're not tracking like, oh, this guy said this and this woman said this. And, you know, you're always monitored by the same person, which really is like personalized care. The average candid treatment is just about six months and you'll start seeing it results way before them. And it costs thousands less than braces. I never had braces. I regret not having braces. And so I'm really excited to do this. I feel like the time is now. Yeah. You know, you're on Zoom calls, so you may as well have a clear tray in your mouth. And how they do it is they send you everything to your house and then you bite whatever the mold is made out of. I'm assuming it's phloam. Mold, (laughs) mold stuff. Yeah. Mold stuff. Right. Exactly. That's the technical (laughs) term. 
And then you do, you put your mouth imprint in, then they send it back and you never have to leave the house. It's just so exciting. They send you the trays. It's like, I don't know why this hasn't been the choice way of doing it the entire time, to be honest with you. So guys, if anyone wants to straighten their teeth with us, you can start today. Right now, all our listeners can save $75 on Candid Starter Kit. That's when they send you the GAC to get your mold. So go to <laughs> candidco.com slash retrograde. Use our code retrograde. That's candidco.com slash retrograde, code retrograde. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. Candidco.com slash retrograde, code retrograde. Now back to the show. Let's see the ghosts. <laughs> Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. I'm kind of inclined to ask her if she can sense anything going on with us through Zoom. Like, is that a possible thing? There's no question, Stephanie. Let me ask you, if you were to look for somebody on the other side, who would you hope to hear from? My grandma. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Let me just listen. Okay, one second. See, what I'm doing now is... It's very easy. I can fluctuate between my subconscious mind and my conscious mind very easily. But mm-hmm. when I do it, I look a little weird because in my conscious, when I am in my conscious mind, I'm very loud and I'm hearing impaired. So I'm always screaming at people and I'm, and I have a very vibrant personality, but when I yeah. listen for dead people, I get quieter. So you would see that. But let me ask you this, Stephanie, there's people around you talking about the wedding. There was just a recent wedding. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let me, I don't know what I'm talking about. This is dropping. So let me ask you this. Okay. Another thing in your life, honey, Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about you, but is there somebody new that just entered your life on the romantic end? Yes. Because she's showing somebody new that just entered your life on the romantic Mm -hmm. end, but Mm -hmm. she likes them quite Mm -hmm. frankly. She likes this person Mm -hmm. and there's no question. She's telling me about this person being very kind or just being a very nice person. And Mm -hmm. she's on, she's on a smile when she's saying it to you. Um, When she passed away, darling, she tells me she had problems that went throughout her whole body. So in other words, I know she's showing me the whole body was affected and a lot Mm -hmm. of it was down here in her, like in her gut. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it kind of went from the gut and it came up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. telling me so that you will know it's really her because I have no idea what she died from. And there's a million ways to leave this side. But mm-hmm. she said she was very grateful because her family let her go. Mm-hmm. And she was very happy they let her go. Mm-hmm. And that she wants you to please tell your mother she loves her. Now, is this your mother's mother? No, but see, it's interesting because the death of my grandmother is tied to the death of my aunt too. And I think that like, and they both died of things. My oh. grandma died of stomach cancer and my aunt died of a heart attack. And, and her wait, funeral was second, the weekend. One second, one second. Your aunt, was that your mother's sister? No, it was my dad's sister. Oh, oh, but she's loving your mother. I mean, did they get along real well? 
it's weird. My grandma and my mom had a really good relationship, but not my aunt and my mom. Well, somebody's telling me they love your mother. Big time. That's really sweet. Mother. She, she got over your grandmother then? Because I can tell you right now, she loved your mother, almost like a daughter. But I yeah. do know the grandmother showed me the discomfort in her belly. It was really yeah. bad. And um, probably there's, she's got a lot of people with her. They're all, they're never as you know, one person, they got a lot of people with them. So they would never want to miss the opportunity to use you as a messenger. Mm-hmm. But another thing I want to ask you is whose name starts with a C? Name starts with a C. I know I'm, it may not be Carol, but it almost sounds like a, a name with a C. And I don't know, listen, remember they talk about people alive as well as dead. So that's important too, to know when they start mentioning names. But, but I, but I ask you this, you know, Stephanie, your grandmother, she tells me that there are things of hers that you have kept that, that you love because they were hers mm-hmm. and she's very proud that you love them. Yeah. Oh. I, I think she was. Is that on your side? Yeah. It's my chihuahua. Oh, hey, okay, so let me, no, don't I apologize. I'm talking to you. Back. He's saying something. I was just going to say the dog is barking because your grandmother's right there with you. And I know my palms are sweating. Your like grandmother's sweating. there and the dog obviously knows this. The animals remember are gifts from God. And anyone who loves animals, that tells me that's a sign of a noble soul. And they see them. And they don't die either because they're all life is created by God. Mm-hmm. So they go back to God. But your dog sees your grandmother right now. Wow. It's weird. I've been feeling her around a lot lately. There's something about a tree. I don't know what she's trying to show me this tree for. Do you have any idea why she would mention a tree? I mean, I would sound silly, but was there a tree of life or something that she would show me about a tree that would make some kind of significance to her? No, it's, it's a tree that, oh God, I thought it looked like a tree with flowers on it and she's trying to say it means something. And sometimes you'll figure that out when, when you hang up, but no matter what, it means something and it's either a sign from her or some special meaning. But so I asked you just to remember it. Just the, I've, I've recently found this tree near where I live that I've climbed into a bunch of times. Come on, come on, Stephanie, that's it. Yeah. That's it, honey. Yeah. But what you. does it mean? I'm that's just climbing into a tree. Listen, Stephanie, little girl, I have not climbed a tree in my entire life. Right. <laughs> oh, right to the sidewalk, for God's sakes. You are climbing a tree? Now, what do you think that means? Okay, so that's it. You have recently found a tree that you have been climbing. And when you yeah. climb that tree, you feel somehow closer to God. And sometimes yeah. there, it's like a spiritual feeling for you. And that's the reason why you're climbing it. And he yeah. thought that was the mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms. literally. <laughs> How wow. about you, Elizabeth? Who, who did you want to hear from? My grandma from either okay. side. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Elizabeth, my darling, yeah. is there a possibility that somehow your name is connected to one of them? Did they one, name you? One, did they yeah, name you yeah. something to do with one of them? Yeah. That's what she's saying. Somebody's telling me they named you something to have to do with her. Mm-hmm. Only I'm not sure. And I don't think it was Elizabeth. It might have been like Edith or uh, or or Eleanor or Eva, something like that. What's her name? It's Ilsa. 
Ah, there you go. And really it me in German, the translation is God's oath, and Elizabeth, the translation is also God's oath. Oh, I love it. Okay, so then tell me what is so significant. One of them just told me. Whew, Oh, sorry. One of them told me that they died in a very significant time, which means that one of them died either around a holiday or a birthday. Thanksgiving. Yep. One of them just said that and that you would know that. Yeah. And also one of them is with their husband. So whose husband has passed? Both. Well, one of them is telling me I'm with him. I'm oh. with him because she loved him so much, so much. And there's a name, Lily or Lori, or do you know who that is? It's a, it, it could be somebody alive. I don't think they're dead. And it starts with an L because it could be Laura, Lily, Lisa. I don't know. There's a lot of names being shouted out at you. Interesting. And I, yeah. And your grandparents are around you with a lot of other souls. So they're all chatting now. Okay. <laughs> and somebody's telling them, um, oh, wait. Um, okay. Does somebody have twins in your family? No. Well, please mark that down because okay. somebody I believe in the forecast, I see the symbol that indicates either there was twins or there will be twins okay. in the future. And also there's more names. Wait a minute. Mar- Maria, Maria or Mary, Ma- Maria. It's an M honey. Could be that her name's is uh and she could be alive. Somebody's saying a woman's name with an M Maria, Mimi, something like Michelle. that. Michelle, who is she? My cousin. Is she alive or dead? She's alive. Okay. Then there's somebody here wanting to mention something about her. Okay, one second. Whose birthday is it? Why are they saying it's right in front of me? Whose birthday? They said, please say happy birthday from us. Now, listen, we're in August, but that could mean that the birthday could be in November, right in front of me. Oh, my, my, my mom's birthday is in September. Oh, so it's right in front of me, September. And that's her mother who's saying, please say happy birthday. Hey, right Alma, Elsa. Yeah, you have to just look into this information because yeah. it's amazing how they it unfolds. You know what I mean? They try to unfold. Your grandparents are talking as if to say, one of, uh, I believe one of them did live in Germany. Who lived in Germany? My Oma Elsa and my Opa Fred. And they're telling me about Germany and where they lived. And it was, they loved where they lived. And they love their, it looks like a village or something. And they love their village. And uh, they love your mother and father. They say you look like your father. They say that you look very much like your father. They're telling me they love you and you're beautiful. And they're asking you to please send love to the others and tell them you've heard from us. Because apparently, I don't know where all this other family applies because they're both telling me there's other children, there's other kids, and they ask you to please send love. There's also another name that sounds like Michael. Do you know who Michael would have been? Or is it Matthew? I had a cousin pass. But Michael is the brother who's still alive. But his brother passed. Yeah. You see, honey, his brother stands here among them. Oh, yes. And they'll use you as a messenger because they know you're listening and you've allowed me to open the window. So now that brother is saying, please tell Michael I love him. Send my love to him. You see? See, there's so much shouting in you. Like, I have to be honest, when I was talking to Stephanie, that grandma, what was going on is one person tried to stay and focus on me. But for you, they're all talking at one time. It's not 
it's not, it's nothing personal. It's just that sometimes it works that way. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But the point is they're just amazing. And they're always so willing to cooperate and talk because they really want people to know, Hey, listen, we're not dead and we're alive and well, and we are home and don't worry about us because we're protecting you. And someday we'll all be together again. We'll see each other again. And that they love telling the most important part, which is God is real. God is real, folks. And they love telling that. Uh, and just for the record, I mean, I have to say, Elizabeth, they're showing you to be very happy and that you have like a lot going on. Your plate is very full. And I'm just going to mention one name because I don't know why I would hear it, but I don't, and I should let it go, but I never let things go. Is there a Jennifer that you recognize? Or uh, uh, Julia, or uh, something with a woman's name with a J. Joanne, is it? Jennifer? No. No. Okay, well, let me say this to you. I think that there's a very big, very big influence coming in your life from a woman who has a J in the first of her name. And she's very, very influential, very, very loving. And she could be just simply, simply somebody who gives you a break on something or introduces you to something that really makes you say, wow, that was fabulous. But it's a forecast. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. I love that. Ooh. Wow. My palms are also very sweaty right now. Yeah. <laughs> Conchetta, tell our listeners where they can find you. Just Google my name. Everything pops up. You'll be able to find my books. They're at Barnes and Noble and and I'm, I do usually do many shows a year. We've had to cancel the past two because of what's going on. And I'm about to cancel the next one. I was, you know, before this all happened, I was scheduled to do so many things. and I was so disappointed, but I'm over it now. It's all going to be okay. We'll just go on from here. Thank you for asking that. The great pivot. We're all just yes. moving pivot, with the times. <laughs> Wow. That was emotional. Emoshi. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. During yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, when I listened back to it, a few other things came up that I was like, oh, that makes sense. But sometimes at the time, it's hard to like, there's so much, you know, information coming at you. It's hard to think of your lineage. It's a lot to process. I'll just say. It's a lot to process. Sweaty palms, tears in my eyes. We're fine. Okay, yeah. so roses and thorns. Guys, this is some exciting news. Mm -hmm. We, Stephanie and I, realized that less there's a more. lot to listen to out in the world. <laughs> less is, and less is more. We love a shorter episode. That's our listening taste. So here's what we're going to try. We're going to try having our conversations with guests as episodes, and then having our roses and thorns conversations as episodes. Indeed. And am I allowed to say so, this about the, this is a charades, sure. this is a charades game that we're sure. playing? I almost, I like, I will, because like we're all family, so we can say what we're thinking about. It's not happening yet. It's not going to happen until after the retrograde because we're nothing if not listening to the messages of our own brand. The cosmos so, are um, our guiding force. We know this. 
So you say it, Steph. So we're also going to be taking roses and thorns and we're going to be putting it into a video format. We're working out, you know, what that exactly looks like, but we're really excited to expand the audio content to video. We're going to, it's going to be an Instagram journey, possibly more. So we're not cutting the segment altogether. We've tried to cut it before and we've gotten feedback that you guys missed it. So we're just restructuring a bit, which I think is the 2020 theme. Yes. And we're also, of course, always going to be shouting out things that we're obsessed with in our episodes. And, you know, it's just the Roses and Thorns segment. We believe she's special. She deserves her own half hour. So that's going to be happening, you know, in the coming weeks. So I guess maybe this is our last Roses and Thorns segment as attached to an interview. Some roses. Bold statement. Every rose has its thorn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So here's my rose, and it's wrapped in a bouquet of a lesson. The rose is the lesson. Okay. So as I've mentioned, and I really do want to get into this deeper, the artist's way that I'm doing right now, I'm like more than halfway through. It is, I feel so shifted. It's been such a wonderful experience thus far. As we know, there's these artist dates. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to get out my watercolors. I'm going to do like an hour of uninterrupted, just like creative watercolor artistic date with myself. I like got everything together and I was just like, I don't, I don't remember how to do this, but like I do, like I paint all the time. And my mom is an amazing watercolor artist, Steph, as you know, Indeed, like, on a Nancy, if you're listening, level. it's my birthday on November 3rd and I wouldn't hate a Nancy Cod original. She's listening. She's into it. <laughs> so I was like all stoked about doing this watercolor thing. And I sat down and it just like wasn't happening at all. And so the next week I ended up, there's a really cool art place here called the Maker's Mess. I don't know if you're familiar with them, Steph, but they've moved a bunch of, they teach you how to do like all these really amazing adult crafting projects. And they had an intro to watercolor video. So they moved everything to online as one does in 2020. And so I bought a watercolor class. So it was a 20 minute video, sat down and I learned like three different techniques and like a little art project with how to apply it. And this is my long way of saying the lesson here was kind of to go back to square one. Like I've painted watercolors my entire life. Mm -hmm. But there was something about just like relearning three of these basic techniques that totally opened up this whole new like creativity highway. And it was just this great reminder of sometimes if we just take that extra moment to go back to basics. Yeah. It's like a reset and it can just, you never know like where it can bring you. So it's like, you know, two steps forward and then like, it's okay to go back and then like go forward again. I love it. I think that's a beautiful lesson. And it reminds me of our episode with Emily Pereira, who spoke of the beginner's mind. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It was like permission to be the beginner and pretend like your mom isn't this like insane watercolor artist that you don't need to compare yourself to. (laughs) The way you feel about your mom's watercolor is the way I feel about my mom's weed smoking. You know, I'll never be as good as her at it. (laughs) 
<laughs> None of us will ever be as good as her. <laughs> Um, well, I feel like my rose is not as exciting or beautiful as yours, so I don't really need to say it. But in the interest of, I guess, having one, I was just going to shout out the three um, caffeinated beverages that are powering my 2020 as I hold on by a thread. This is important content. We've got Matcha Bar Hustle, the sparkling matcha cans. Then we've got Peak yes. Tea Crystals, the matcha crystals, which are so delicious. I'm into making a latte with my almond milk and date syrup with that. Then we've got... Ooh, date syrup. Oh yeah. Do you not fuck with date syrup? No, I do. The Julie's kind? This is what I get. I get just date syrup. Okay. And I make okay. all my lattes. But I had I have not ever added it to... I use it for like baking. I've never added it to like a Bev. Oh, it's a beverage delight. I also got Oatly. Last night I made... Last night I made a Sunday with I chopped up strawberries, put Oatly strawberry vegan ice cream on top, then put two gluten-free Tate's cookies, crumbled it up inside, and sprinkled with date syrup and cinnamon. Hi. Okay, stoner delight. <laughs> Here for it. I really liked it. And then the other two caffeinated beverages that are singing the song in my soul is Taika, this like coffee brand that I've just discovered. It's T-A-I-K-A. They have this oat milk latte and a macadamia milk latte and they have cordyceps and lion's mane and I think chaga in them and they're an ashwagandha and they're so delicious. And then I'm into clean cause sparkling yerba mate, the stevia based ones for another caffeinated journey. So listen, the year has taken a toll on me and I'm mainlining caffeine at this point. So... <laughs> If you're looking for alternatives, plus you know, I'll never forget or never forsake my Nespresso machine that also makes me feel like a queen every morning. But I'm blasting through those pods. So at the in the afternoon, <laughs> I switch to something else. So yeah, I feel like actually you're right. Those roses were really important. Really important. Yeah. <laughs> really, really important. We love you guys so much. I want to thank Conchetta. Yes. What a light and an angel. And thank you so much for sharing her gift with us and talking to our family members for us. Yeah, so special. It's always, always an unusual and, and special experience. Yeah. That always leaves me feeling some type of way. I mean, I just feel like it's so cool. Like I've never, even though my grandma has left this realm, I've never felt that she's been missing from my life. And so to get that validation is just so cool. Really, is. you know, I've taken heavy doses of mushrooms and sat at a table with her since she's died. So to know that that wasn't just my imagination and that was real life is, <laughs> I guess, I'm not as insane as I it's thought. Important, yeah. And wait, most importantly, we have a huge day coming up, November third. Uh, vote it's for me. Election. Vote for me. But it's also <laughs> sweet Steph. It's your birthday, so I just want to wish you. Welcome you to 35. Mm, I'm 16. Come on over. <laughs> it's fun over here. Love you so much. Couldn't do this without you. Couldn't do my life without you. I'm scared. You're the best. And it's I'm terrified for your for your birthday, but also 
love you so much and celebrate you always. So thanks. Love you too. I uh, wish I could have a giant party so we could celebrate me instead of America. But you know, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. COVID. Whatever. <laughs> Twenty twenty. Too. Yeah. Guys, thank you to Candid and Quip for helping make the show happen today. And we will see you guys next week. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Sambari. And as always, namaste listening, friends. Let's things be retrograde. Yes, let's always.